Good morning, good evening, good night, good afternoon, whatever time you're listening in, wherever you're listening from. Shout out to my Spotify listenership, Apple and Google Podcasts, and YouTube if you're watching in. Thanks for giving me a reason to get dressed. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here. Be present and recognize that it's now, right now. Whether you're right now is working, flying, running, driving. Be thankful we're alive, baby. Failure can be frightening. However, as Winston Churchill reminds us, success is all about going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. This is I Will Not Lose podcast where we set out to prove everything is learned from failure and we must persevere and recognize it as one step closer to success. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. Let's jump right in. All right. What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good evening. Good night. We are live in the building here with Wesley Morris of Wesley Morris Inspires. This is going to be a good one today, guys, man. Sit in. We're going to have a conversation. I'm going to find out more about the man, what he's been through, what he's been up to recently, because the story just starts crazy and gets crazier, man. So why don't you introduce yourself? Yo, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you so much, man. I'm excited to be here. This is going to be incredible. Wesley Morris from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And I am here to inspire you to do more, be more and become more than you are right now. That's beautiful. (laughs) I love that tagline, man. Had me hyped up. Even just getting ready for this interview today, I was like, you just bring an energy. Mm. Um, I see you've been doing the dips in In cold cold water. water. Cold water immersion. Yep. Yeah. 33 degree water. I've submerged myself for three minutes at a time. Um, And the reason why is because I don't want to negotiate with my mind. Yes, it has physical benefits, increased testosterone, increased metabolism, endorphin rush, all the all the blood flows to your vital organs within seconds. But more so than that, you know, there's not one time, Tony, where I'm like, boy, I can't wait to go in this cold water, (laughs) you know? Um, And it's me not negotiating with my mind. When I say we're going in, we're going in. Yeah. So it doesn't get better. See here, I thought you were all trained up to it and making it look easy. Well, I mean, look, the first I, I have gotten better. The first time I ever did it, man, I I lasted like thirty seconds and I screamed and I and I got out. It was like my first girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, there you go. No, I um I tried cryotherapy. I did that for three minutes. Okay. And that was, that was rough, man. That was, it's intense. It was intense. Mm-hmm. I definitely slept better. I can understand that you get benefits from it. They say you're supposed to do it a few times a, a week. So if you're dipping every morning, I mean, <clears throat> stress levels, joint pain, like. Well, here's the thing, right? It, it increases your stress receptors. So therefore when, when life around you falls apart, I don't. Like when, when stressful things happen or you get that call that, you know, somebody's dead, I don't, I don't react anymore. Um, I'm cool, calm, collective, and it's called a control, a controlled, stressful environment. Right. So yeah, I'm very intentional about that for sure. That's super cool. I'm glad it's bringing benefits. So what sort of things you're into cycling? I see we were just talking a bit before the cameras rolled on and I saw your post that you traveled 500 miles. I read it as travel and I'm thinking that you drove for a a 45 minute speak to meet with Tony Hoffman. But you got something crazier than that. Why don't you go on that? Yeah. So those are two separate occasions, actually. Um, I did recently, I think on on Wednesday, I I rode, uh, I drove 
four hours each way for a 45 minute conversation with someone that I aspire to be like, you know, and uh, the point is, you know, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do to take you closer to your dreams? Um, so that was that occasion. And Tony Hoffman is is an incredible individual. He's an amazing human being. And, you know, I, I highly suggest people go and follow him. But what I was talking about was um, about almost a year ago, I walked away from a half a million dollar a year business that I built while riding a bicycle. Right. And um, I gave it back free and clear to my mom. Just here you go. Right. I put my blood, sweat and tears into it for six years while riding a bicycle, while living on the west side of Allentown, riding to Hellertown um, because I had lost my license for 22 years as a result of three DUIs and seven underage drinking charges. So I gave it back to my mom and, you know, I completely surrendered. And, um, you know, my prayers at the time were really like, God, you know, what's next? What do you want me to do? I just let go of everything that society says is you've made it. Mm -hmm. Just gave it back. Right. And um, I meditate every morning. I won't miss a meditation. I won't talk to you unless I meditate. Right. It's non-negotiable for me. Three months after that occasion, after that occurrence, when I gave the business back, I'm meditating and I get this vision, right? And God says, uh, oh, you want to be one of the best speakers in the world, huh? That's -hmm. what you want? All right. Show me you're willing to do whatever it takes. This is what I want you to do. I want you to ride your bicycle to South Carolina to an organization called Fire Pit Ranch. And what Fire Pit Ranch does is they mentor young boys that don't have fathers. And some of these kids seen some horrific stuff. Like one kid watched his dad pull out a gun and shoot his mom at point blank range Mm. in the front seat of the car while he was in the back seat at 11 years old. Oh my God. Horrific, right? God says, I want you to, I want you to show me you will do whatever it takes. So October 1st, I left and I rode a bicycle 479 miles to South Carolina to go raise awareness for kids that don't have male role models. Right. Mm -hmm. And during the trip, uh, it's nine days, right? 50 to 60 miles a day, 52,000 in elevation change. Shout out to Luis Garcia, who actually introduced us. Yeah. Who, who's shout a out huge, to Luis yo, Garcia. Shout out to Luis. I never met this dude, but he's an incredible individual. He gives me so much support. Um, and and he was supportive so, along the whole way. So uh, 52,000 in elevation change over nine days, bro. My legs were cooked, <laughs> smoked. Can't imagine. Man, I could I could kickstart the PPNL center with these legs after that ride. And um, you know, I, I get down there. I was so locked in on getting to my mission. I was so locked in and focused on accomplishing my goal that um I didn't really realize that how incredible it was until it was all done. And I come home and it took me about four days to process the entire event, right? And it was a big accomplishment. It takes some time to process. Wow. You just accomplished something incredible. Yeah. Day three, I wake up at three o'clock in the morning 
And it was one of those wake up, God wakes you up like, yo, you need to go write this down. So three o'clock in the morning, I'm in my office and I'm writing this down. And what I was writing down was that bicycle that I rode to South Carolina to go inspire 200 kids and gain awareness for young boys that don't have dads. That bicycle was a metaphor for a successful and meaningful life. Mm -hmm. Now follow me, Tony. First thing you have is the handlebars, right? It's important to have direction in life. I know what it was like when my life had no direction, right? And you can't hit a target that you can't see. One degree to the left or to the right of my bicycle handlebars, I'm ending up in a completely different destination. So it's important to have good direction in life. Number two is the physical frame of the bike, right? It's good to have a good physical body, right? A strong physical frame. One crack in my bike frame, I'm on the side of the road watching everybody else go through life. So you got to take care of your physical frame. Next, I'm looking at the pedals. Those are our desires. The stronger the vibrational frequency of our desires, the more power I'm going to put to my pedals and the further that I'm going to go. What do you want? What do you want? Then I'm looking at the chain. Those are our daily actions. If my daily actions aren't in alignment with my desires, I'm not going anywhere. It's like saying, I want to make more money, but I don't want to go to work. I want to yeah. lose weight, but my daily actions aren't in alignment with what I want, right? So our daily actions have to be in alignment. Next is the gears. Successful people know when to switch gears at the appropriate time. The gear that you're in at work shouldn't be the gear that you're in at home. The gear that you're in at home shouldn't be the gear when you're with your family, right? Right. So you got to know when to switch gears and you have to have the foresight to see what's coming down the pike so you can get in the appropriate gear so you can maximize your potential. You got to know how to switch gears, bro. Then I'm looking at the wheel. That's our support system. At any given time, all my weight was on one spoke. And in life, you're going to have to rely on one or two people, man. So it's important to have a good, strong support system around you. Then I'm looking at my tires. Those are inspiration and our motivation. You got to fill those up daily. When I was on that 500 mile ride, I had to pump up my tires daily. If you ever try to ride a bike on flat tires, mm-hmm. it's hard to do. You're trudging. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Then I'm looking at the seat. You're going to have to support yourself. Nobody's going to believe in your dreams like you believe in your dreams, bro. You, there may came, come a time where you're the only person in the world that believes in what you believe in. Yeah. You're going to have to support yourself. Lastly is the brakes in life. Sometimes we're going uphill. Sometimes we're coming back down on those downhills, man. It's important to use the brakes, slow down, taking the views. We get so fixated on getting to the destination that we completely miss the entire journey. Life is so beautiful at eight miles an hour, bro. (laughs) (laughs) yeah man Man, i could take that advice and apply it today (laughs) shout out to lewis (laughs) (laughs) yeah he's gonna see this yeah his stuff but you never even realize like uh on a bike it's important to have that, or at least I think so, like Strata or any of these apps where people can like and people can just check in and say, okay, he did that. Because mm-hmm. when you get up, like uh, my coach used to always say champions are made when nobody's watching. Mm-hmm. 
at five o'clock in the morning when you're running, you're not doing it to post or anything like that. You know, you're going, but somebody else understands, all right, you had other stuff you needed to do. You had everything you needed to do that day, but you got up to ride 15 miles just to start your day off and stuff. And then that inspires. You never know how much somebody just seeing, wow, that person's out there just finished 50 miles and I'm getting up at 9 a.m. Like mm. I'm going to go and drive, like I'm going to go. So it's uh, it's amazing to, I mean, you get the physical benefits, but you know, you're not really doing this stuff. You're doing this for the the mental fortitude. 100. And I can respect that. Yeah. 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 I, you know, I'm building a belief in myself because at one time, bro, I was a homeless heroin addict in North Philadelphia selling bottles of water in the middle of the street for a dollar piece. That's wild. Like I was 50 pounds less than I am right now. I was malnourished. I was dehydrated. I had abscesses up and down my arms, bro. Hmm. Like. I was a junkie and the belief system that I built around that um, I'm constantly trying to break away from. So I have to do things that encourage my self-esteem, mm-hmm. right? To constantly, you know, I, I don't do these things because I want to, I do them because I'm literally trying to save my life, bro. Yeah. Trying yeah. to fight those demons. How much does God play a role in that? So much. So much, bro. God is, um, God's incredible. Um, I always say I'm not, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. Right. Yeah. That's, that's how I, I play that one. I do hear that a lot, but tell me what you mean by that. Well, wars have been fought for thousands of years based on the beliefs of different religious organizations. But when I want to go shoot you in the face and I don't, that's something of the spiritual nature. Got it. That's the difference. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yo, we're getting deep. <laughs> Tony's <laughs> Wesley Morris. Wesley Morris, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, man. So tell me about when you got and you spoke to those kids. I mean, what sort of reaction did you get? What did you speak about? Like, if you don't mind sharing. Bro, so, um, you know, that was my intentions. And when I, and I still am going to get down there to speak to kids, those kids specifically. Um, when I got down there, I got down there and I spoke at the their annual fundraising event. So I'm in the room with like 50, 60 high-end donors, you know, and um, I got in front and they gave me the mic and I said, gentlemen, I just rode 500 miles on a mission from God. And I didn't really understand why I was doing this, but I understand now. I said, those young boys that benefit from your generous donations, I was one of those kids. I was that 11 year old boy that was searching for purpose and hope. And I just rode 500 miles to tell you this from their hearts to my lips, to your ears. Thank you. We need you. There you go, man. Bro, it was heavy. It was deep. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Wild stuff, man. 
But that's interesting that you said about the routines that you put together, the things that you do help to save your life. Um, I can relate with that. I can completely understand that. I'm a recovering alcoholic and the amount of things that I've done, I'm going on two years without a drink. Mm, Congratulations, bro. Thank you. Everything has flipped and switched. I mean, I wouldn't have been able to manage a podcast, have guests, have a schedule. Like when I was drinking every day, there was no, you know, I was functioning. But if I'm just sitting, people are like, why do you keep yourself so busy? I just sat down with a a friend for lunch and he's saying, what are you up to? You know, training jujitsu. I run a business. I have a few contracts. I Mm -hmm. do the podcast, you know, and I... (laughs) play some video games in my spare time. He's like, how do you find time to do it? It's like, well, look, if I'm just sitting there, like the idle hands are the devil's playground, I believe. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm not doing God's will, what God doesn't owe me anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just Tony Ortiz. God doesn't owe me a damn thing. So if I can be of service to doing his will, it just seems like he takes care of me. And that's worked so many times over and over for me. I'm like, all right, stay on the straight and narrow and it it works, you know, Mm -hmm. but I definitely aspire to take it to your level. We talked a little bit about the, the cold water dips. You know, I, I walked, you're gonna be proud of me. I walked my dog without a jacket this morning because I was thinking about this interview. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I could make it around the maybe five, 10 minute walk or whatever, but I know it's probably not the same as 33 degree water, but it's good. Hey, it's a start, bro. It's yeah. a start for sure. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's so, good. So how did you, you were addicted to heroin for a long time or where were you headed? Had you not? You know, the downward spiral really started uh, when I was 12 years old. Um that that 12 year old boy uh came home from wrestling practice and he's standing on the sidewalk he's scared he's confused he doesn't know what's going on and he sees the state police uh has his whole house surrounded right and he's standing on the sidewalk and he sees his mom get carried out in handcuffs right Mm. that's the day i found out my mom was running a prostitution ring Right. Out of her massage parlor. This was 1997. Right. Um, In a small town. And, you know, I was ridiculed. Right. I was ridiculed. Nobody helped me, sat me down and helped me process that event. Nobody helped me, you know, give that thing a meaning. So I was left to formulate, um, you know, an opinion on my own. And the opinion was that I'm the bad kid. Right. Yeah. So. Okay, I'll live up to what I believe is true. And, you know, started drinking at 12. Um, By the time I was 15, got my first DUI, hanging out with, you know. When when you're in that life, um, especially as a young kid, it's like the crazier stuff that you do, the more that you're accepted. Right? Right, right. So, all right, (laughs) I'll be a wild man, you know. And uh, got my first DUI when I was 15. Didn't even have a license. When I was 16, my sister had turned her house into a crack house for three months. There was people, you know, having sex in my bed, um, doing drugs all over the house. And one day I come home and I'm looking for my sister 
I can't find her. So I, I knock on the bathroom door. No response. And I kick open the door. Boom. There's my sister. She's dead on the floor. Sorry, Wes. She's blue in the face. She's unresponsive. She had overdosed on fentanyl. And I gave her CPR resuscitation and I brought her back that day and called 911. One minute later, she'd be gone forever. That's how precious life is, bro. One minute. And we'd be telling a different story. There'd be a different ending to that story. So by the time I was 19 years old, I had lost my license for 22 years as a result of three DUIs and seven underage drinking charges. And uh, never once did I think, could it be me, right? It's everyone else's fault. I can fix this, you know? It's not that bad, right? Mm. <laughs> the justifications, the rationalizations, all that. So I moved to Philadelphia, right? Running away from the Lehigh Valley. And when I got to Philadelphia, look, you can go anywhere in the world. You're going to take you with you anywhere in the world, right? Your personality traits, your defects of character, all your habitual behaviors, uh, they're all coming with you. And uh, I ended up being a homeless heroin addict in North Philadelphia, selling bottles of water in the middle of the street for a dollar a piece. Um, how I got there was I got hurt at work. Got, you know, guy gave me a Percocet. Uh, right. Yep. Next thing you know, I'm fully addicted to opiates. Next thing you know, I'm copping heroin, opiates. Next thing you know, I lost everything. Yeah. In a blink of an eye, bro. Happens so fast. But it's mm -hmm. okay because it's a prescription or it comes in a, a little round pressed pill. So, you know, it might be all right. No. There's been hundreds of thousands of overdose deaths that all started out with that same story. It just started with mm -hmm. Oxycontin, bro. It's crazy. Absolutely insane. Yep. As soon as you said it, I was like, ah, oh, heard this. Yeah. The athlete gets a sports injury or something like that or jaw broken, but... Man, I'm so proud of you to pull yourself up out of it. And when did, I'm trying to put the story together now. When did you decide to be the greatest speaker in the world or one of the greatest speakers in the world? Did that come later? I made that decision. Um, yeah. So, so one day I'm, I'm back at my house and I'm a junkie, right? I'm, I'm, I'm fully addicted to heroin, right? Got a full on habit. Um, I'm stealing from people. I'm robbing people. I'm selling scrap metal. I'm stealing Christmas lights. Like it was, it was really bad, bro. Um, one day my mom walks in on me about to stick a needle in my arm and the pain in her eyes was more than I could handle, bro. And I dropped to my knees and I prayed like I'd never prayed before in my life. And it was the most humble prayer. And it was, please, God, help me. And then I began to change. Right. Human beings have the ability to choose which thoughts that they act upon. Right. Mm 
Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't control the nonstop thoughts that come into my mind, but I can choose which ones I respond to. And I just began to change. I began to change my environment and the people that I surround myself with and the books that I read and the information that I take in. And it's been a 13 year process, right? It's been Mm -hmm. a, no, it's been a 2013. So it's been a, it's been a 10 year process um, to become the man that I am now through personal development, um, through changing my thinking. Um, and through that um, process, I became an award-winning entrepreneur. I was voted the most success, uh, influential, influential man yeah, yeah. of the Lehigh Valley, bro. Um, a, uh, multiple businesses, beautiful home, uh, a, an amazing wife, who, who still gets on my nerves sometimes, but I love her to death. <laughs> um, beautiful family. I got a dog. Like I have, I have like an incredible life. Um, I recently just got my license back. Um, I worked with the NFL, the PGA, um, Olympic class athletes, D1 athletes, some of the greatest athletes in the world. Um, It's absolutely incredible. Um, And last year, November 22nd, 2022, I walked away from that business and I made a decision and said, uh, I'm going to be one of the greatest speakers in the world. You're going to remember my name. Once you make a decision, bro, that means that you're willing to do whatever it takes in order to succeed. Doesn't matter what comes down the pike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it, man. Mm-hmm. I like it. That's uh that's that wrestling background, man. For that's, sure, bro. <laughs> we have my listeners know I wrestled for uh for Deeruff and a couple of my guests that I have. I had an armed forces champion on uh shout out to Brian Yant. Okay. Um he had a armed forces champion back in the nineties. Um, he wrestled for Katasakwa. Okay. But matter of fact, now that I think of it, like three or four of my guests wrestled somewhere. I think it's just an attraction to like the the mindset. You know, you want to be around people that um, like you said, you're non-negotiable with your brain. You're training your brain. Like if you have your eye on a six minute match and you're training for three, four months and sucking weight and doing, I mean, I'm I'm not condoning anybody go that crazy for a sport, but we all did it. And you apply that sort of drive to anything in life, really, Mm -hmm. whether you're going to be exercising, training, whether you're just going to be getting better at your accounting or financial you know what i mean like running a tighter business growing the business but all that stuff's a hustle man Mm -hmm. all that stuff's a hustle yeah and it's the law of sacrifice right you're giving something up for some for something greater it and i I always explain it like you're a little kid on the monkey bars on the playground remember that yeah monkey bars yeah you couldn't go to the next one until you let go of the one you're on So you're going to have to let go of time, you know, leisure time, hanging out time, whatever you're going to have to. There's only 24 hours in a day, bro. You know, and if you're determined and you desire something 
incredible or goal, you're going to have to practice the law of sacrifice that says, I got to give something up in order to mm-hmm. gain something else of greater value to you. And wrestling is, is an incredible, look, you got to be a little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. To show up in a 105 degree room every day to go, you know, practice combat sports with another man who wants to dominate you mm-hmm. and, and lose weight and, and, you know, it, it go through agony. It, it develops grit. I love wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My favorite. Oh, yeah. And uh, the champions are made when nobody's watching. I mean, we didn't have anybody in our stands. Like it was literally it was just it was it was great, man. That sort of stuff definitely built my character. But um, you speak on desire, on passion. I think you're definitely if not already i mean you're somebody's favorite speaker in the world they just they do a spotify wrapped and somebody just sent me a thank you i was their top podcast of 2023 wow and there's millions of podcasts you can go in any direction and just see a plethora from there so you listened enough and stuck around that in addition to listening to other shows i came out and i'm on top so one of the things, at least, that wrestling taught me is you're never going to be the baddest guy. There's always somebody tougher out there. You know what I mean? So you have the idea that you want to do your best. You want to do the best you can do, not leave anything on the mat. But I don't get hung up if I'm not everybody's favorite podcast. The, I've listened to a lot of speakers. I've gone to conventions. I was really into personal development. I still am. I just read it more rather than going to actual conventions. Um, I network with people after they speak and um, kind of hang out. But the thing about speakers is you speak to somebody. Like you speaking to those, you get you get name insert better world-class speaker here they're not going to have the same effect on those 200 kids they don't have that story they can't relate they can't say that thank you through the heart from you you know what i mean like you're on the right path man i Mm. love your content thanks bro i love your content dude thank you yeah (laughs) no doubt and to your point you're right um what we're not going to be a good fit for everyone, right? And that's okay. And that's okay. Focus on, you know, the ones that you are speaking to, the ones that you are resonating with. You know, we we focus so much on the ones that hit unsubscribe. Focus on the ones that are still there, bro. Mm-hmm. For sure. Absolutely. No doubt. So what sort of stuff do you have uh, in terms of speaking engagement? Let's let's go from there. You came from a crazy background. Flip the switch. You're an inspiration for so many. Continue to be an inspiration. And now you're speaking. I mean, I scroll down your timeline. I see you everywhere. You're at Northampton Community College. Um, what sort of stuff do you have? Like, uh, is there any place you want to or any group that you see yourself that you really want to connect with? Never know who's listening. Man. You know, I just locked down a a, a a 12-month contract with the Eric Neath team. It's a realtor team, real estate team, um, for for 
I'm going to do 12 months of personal development with the entire team. So I'm really excited about growing them because one of my favorite parts about business is watching people grow, watching people come in the door with X amount of skills and then being a part of their journey. It's literally like one of the most beautiful things I've ever experienced is being a part of the personal growth of, of other people. Right. Yeah. So, um, I'm really excited about that. Shout out to Eric Neath. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Eric Neath. Did he go to Kutztown? No, no. He actually, he has a real estate team, um, on their, their offices on, on 12th and Hamilton, but I am just, for me, um, I am opening the door and going full force into West Morris Inspires speaking, coaching, and training in 2024. I, I teach on influence, um, personal development, mindset, peak performance. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I love working with organizations. I love working with individuals. I love speaking from stage. I have uh, a couple of things coming up uh, locally at right at Rob Middle School, actually, right up the street here. Um, okay. Shout out to uh, Pat, well, Maria Sarita, um, my dear friend. She is a saint, this woman. Um, she has me coming there. So, um, yeah, I'm actually, I'm working with um, the former principal of Deerhoof. Okay. Uh, Mike McCool. All right. So, yeah. So he's a former principal and... Um, and we're gonna we're gonna come together and and see how we can impact lives for sure in 2024. That's so, super cool, man. Excited about That's that. Super cool. Yeah. For anybody, this is just out to my listeners. For anybody that hasn't worked with a, a mentor, a coach, a performance coach, definitely something that you want to do. The principles that and I haven't worked with Wes yet, but in my uh, in a previous relationship, I learned things that. I apply in my daily life all the time now, uh, recognizing my peak times during the day, getting into flow, removing and eliminating distractions. And um, it's just amazing. I manage my energy levels. So some people hire a trainer. People are used to weight loss trainers and they don't understand what a business coach or a life coach can do just for their every day to day. Like, you know, it's one of the best investments you can make. And I got receipts. I definitely invested myself, my mind, my body, you know? Yeah, man. Look, you, you don't go from being a homeless heroin addict who lost his license for 22 years to becoming the most influential man in Lehigh Valley with multiple businesses and incredible accolades and working with some of the best in the world uh, just by accident. Right. I was very intentional about changing my mindset and working with mentors and people that saw my potential. And that's basically what I do. I see into a person and I see their potential that they can't see in in themselves. I unlock the doors of our potential that are very difficult to unlock by ourselves. It's like me saying, bro, there's a guy with a gun behind you right now. (laughs) But (laughs) but you, you can't see it. Yeah. I see your blind spots and I help you navigate through the roads of life, bro. Through the potholes of that bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we're real big. Uh, one of the traditions of this podcast is just re-recognizing failure, reframing success. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do you have any failure or anything that 
you I'm sure every single time you have to have ups and downs. I'm sure I know you said you don't get like um I don't want to say emotional is the word, but you know, things kind of don't phase you. But has there ever been like a low where you just thought I'm not gonna continue from this point on? Like I feel like you always have to hit the lows in order to hit the, at least that's the way it works for me. I'm always really low before I'm really, really up. And I haven't learned how to hit those breaks on the way down just yet. (laughs) But maybe as we work together, you can uh, get me better at that. Um, Yeah, there's, you know, there's been multiple lows in different areas of my life. Um, Relationship wise, right? Financial physical, you know, um, truth be told, you know, these aren't my teeth, right? You know, they're, they're fake teeth. I have dentures. So there's been different areas of my life where I've hit real lows, right? To the point where it made me want to do something different. And I always say that, you know, as long as there's a lesson learned, it's not a loss. It's just a lesson. Right, right. You know what I mean? So complete failure to me would be, um, you know, it would be suicide. That's complete failure. As long as there's breath in your lungs. Yeah. There's an opportunity to, to do right or do better what you didn't do yesterday. Straight up. It's a new opportunity. Yeah, man. And then success to me. Oh, man, I love this one because... You know, in the society that we live in, we take a look at it's real easy to go down the scroll hole and then Mm -hmm. compare our results to the fake results of other people. Right. And, you know, not it's not all untrue. Right. I'm sure there's, you know, but to play the comparison game is uh, it's a it's a losing it's a losing game, bro. It's a losing game. Mm -hmm. Success to me is just positive action towards the attainment of a worthy idea. That's it. You woke up today and you felt like, you know, you didn't have to put a drink or a drug into your body to function. I'm success today. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. So. You know what I mean? Everything is 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 downhill from there, bro. It's beautiful. Isn't it amazing, man? <laughs> and we could and it's funny because we so for those of you that don't know, Luis Garcia that we shouted out earlier uh, followed my pack podcast and he had mentioned that Wes should come on to my show. So we connected and I see him there with the verified check mark, and I think, wow, we know so many people. I can't believe we haven't met before Mm -hmm. we spoke on the phone we were able to connect it but lewis connected that energy Mm. you know what i mean so many of my guests have come from i don't have like a a guest consideration form shout out to everybody that does but i'm just not that organized this is becoming my passion but this is still a side hustle for me you gotta be you gotta be realistic with doing things you know i can't just quit taking care of my family and go podcast completely but i'll take the steps and i'll be connected with people so one of the things that i look at 
not in terms of numbers, at least for myself with the podcast. And it might just be justification, but I get texts or I get calls or I get people saying, hey, you should talk to this person or you should do that. You should have this person on your show. It's like you created something that's worth networking over. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? You know what I mean? Like we're going to be I'm I'm going to have a hard time taking little clips of this episode I may even just tell, like, I don't know, either I'll do longer clips or I'll just tell people, you got to listen to this guy, man. You got to listen to the, there's a value to the words that come out of your mouth. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So keep doing your thing, man. Yo, for I appreciate sure. It. Final thought, final thought. Your future potential has nothing to do with your current results. And what that means is we take a look at our results, what we can see in our life right now, from the money that you make to the way that you walk, to what you drive, to where you live, to 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 who you're with. We take a look at the physical results in our life and we make a determination, a determination about what is possible for us. And I'm saying that it's not true. If you were to take a look at my life 12 years ago, there's no way I'm at this podcast right now. There's no way, bro. Our future potential has nothing to do with your current results. They are just results. And all results are meant to be improved upon. You can't improve a result until you have a result. They're just results. So keep pedaling, baby. Keep pedaling, man. This has been I Will Not You Lose. Thank you. Wesley Morris. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Will Not Lose podcast. To support the show, visit IWillNotLosePodcast.com. You can subscribe to your favorite podcast player, share the episode link, leave a comment. Your contribution is greatly appreciated. And if you're listening in and can't see the QR code for donation, go to TOTheDesigner.com slash links, and there's instructions to donate up there. Thanks so much. 